We're back with BetMGM tonight on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. BetMGM tonight, Ryan Horvath, PJ Glasser with you here on a Thursday night. You're listening to BetQL, presented by BetMGM. Listen to us on the Odyssey app and watch the show at twitch.tv backslash BetQL. You can check us out on YouTube. Check out the podcast wherever you find your podcast, BetMGM tonight. Now, Peach, as we sit here and we sweat the owls of Florida Atlantic, I uh, I love this team so much last year. Every time I bet them this year, it's always a sweat. Um, mm-hmm. Let's talk a little NBA and cheer up and brighten our spirits a little bit. Let's do it with one of the best as far as player props. Dan Karpik joins us, director of digital content and retention over with the BetQL app. Dan, let's start it off right now. We're going to get to a couple different things. The All-Star Game is where I want to lead you off, though, because we've talked, I think, the last two or three nights now about how we would fix the All-Star Game. First, I want your thoughts on All-Star Saturday and the game on Sunday. And if you do think the game needs fixing, what would you do to fix the All-Star Game? Yeah, I'll start with fixing the All-Star Game. I think we need to abolish the All-Star Game. I think that's how we fix it. Um, but in all seriousness, yeah. I think we should I think we should add some more mini-games. Maybe add some uh, a, a game of horse. Uh, did you guys see those those two scoop shots that Luca did from half court that almost hit the jumbotron? Like yeah. we want that's I think what could really uh, open some eyes because that game just does nothing for anybody at this point. Um, I stopped watching the game after a couple possessions when I realized, okay, this isn't going to be any defense played whatsoever. Um, maybe you could reward them with more millions of dollars, but I don't know if that's really going to make a difference either. So I would probably just abolish yeah. uh, the game entirely. Um, I don't. Did you guys actually bet that game by any chance? No, I'm no, curious. Thank no, God. I'm, I'm okay. with thank you. God. That's that's my take too. I think we just eliminate the game, man. The season's already so long. Yeah. We have the in-season tournament. Like guys are never going to care. There's nothing that you could do to make yep. guys care. It's a vacation. It, that's what it is. Guys want rest, man. It's just a vacation. I agree. I did not bet the game. I did bet Jalen Brown From- to win the dunk contest. Oh, oh gosh, yeah. I mean, I'm a Celtics fan. That was just so disappointing on so many levels. I, I don't even have to get into that. I think the interesting part, though, is from a narrative perspective, there were a couple narratives like from the All-Star game that I and from the Rising Stars game that I got from a, a player prop perspective. We had Jaden Ivey going back and forth with uh, Benedict Matherin. They're playing each other right now. They were kind of jawing at each other a little bit. So I, I bet 20-plus points on both of them tonight. Uh, just sprinkled that on. That didn't get started off on a great foot uh, earlier today. But I think other than other than these little tiny storylines, I don't think you could really take too much out of that. I think everyone should just go on vacation. I went on vacation for a week. I got away, cleared my head, and it did wonders for me. So I think those guys should be able to do the same thing. Dan, now that we are out of All-Star break, is there an angle that you look to attack here that maybe you don't use, you know, during the regular season, but are there certain teams, certain players, maybe certain spots that you really like to capitalize on when we get out of All-Star weekend? Yeah, so right coming out of All-Star weekend, some of these big lumbering guys, like, you know, I'm a big lumbering guy myself, so I could speak to this. 
it's good to have some rest for the, for the old legs and the old feet. So guys like Nikola Jokic, got big bruisers down low, Jonas Valanciunas, for example, I expect to come out and play well tonight. I think this break really bodes well for guys like that who are or kind of more, uh, you know, girthy down low post players that could really benefit from the rest. But other than that, though, I think this is actually the perfect time of the season to bet player props just because we have that big enough sample size where we could say, okay, this team really gives up a lot of assists to opposing point guards. This team gets crushed by opposing centers um, on the glass, in the paint. I think that now is a good enough sample size for that. Um, and that has allowed me over the last couple of weeks to really, um, you know, gain a foothold on and, and really improve uh, my overall units one here on the season, uh, just because we do have that sample size behind us now. And we kind of know what to expect, especially after the trade deadline, uh, when a lot of these other guys moved on. So I, this is my favorite time of the season to bet player props. All right, I got the notepad, I got the pen. Let's get into it. What do you like tonight? We had a 12-game slate. Some of these games in progress right now. What do you like, if anything, uh, still to come tonight? Well, we are going to start with the obvious place, which is Jazz Hornets. We're going to go right there, and I love this game because we're getting a concentrated attack on both sides. So when we look at this Hornets team here, it's with LaMelo Ball out, we're going – Trey Mann. It is Trey Mann season here. Uh, Miller and Bridges, those three guys. I particularly love Mann. Over five and a half assists tonight. So with LaMelo Ball out, he's obviously going to get the ball in his hands a ton here. He's going to play 30-plus minutes. And since being acquired by Charlotte, he's registered nine, seven, and six dimes on nine potential assists per game on average. Not only that, but he gets the best possible matchup for opposing point guards from a facilitation perspective tonight. Utah has allowed an NBA high 10.67 assists per game to opposing point guards. So that puts man into the best possible spot. This is my lock of the day. I absolutely love this play so much. On the other side, Walker Kessler over nine and a half points. I thought this was a little bit too low. The Hornets have allowed 26.22 points per game to opposing centers this season. That's second worst in the NBA, so second most allowed in the NBA. That puts Kessler in a great spot here, especially since Kelly Olynyk is gone, traded away before the deadline. Uh, Kessler's gone over this market three out of his last four games, and he scored 10 points in just 16 minutes off the bench last time he played the Hornets this season. Charlotte's also allowed 53.8 points in the paint per game, seventh most in the NBA, and that's where Kessler pretty much does. He's a pretty one-dimensional guy, unfortunately, but he does shoot 69.3% from the field in his career so far, his young career. So he's taking most of his shots in the paint. I think this is a great opportunity for him to get into double digits here. So those two plays, particularly from that game, stood out. And I have a couple others. If, if I have time to share, oh, I, yeah, I'd, love to, I'd love to include a couple more assist props. I don't know what it is about assists, but this is like my favorite category. This is what has has given me a lot of success this season. Um, Josh Giddy over three and a half assists. This seems way too low to me. Uh, this is another guy who could make things happen in limited playing time. This has hit 71.7% of the time this season. So, you know, Giddy's playing time, yes, has been a little up and down. 
He played just 19 and 14 minutes in his two games against the Clippers, who he plays tonight earlier this season. But he had four assists in both of those games. If he sees 20 to 24 minutes, I think he should easily get over this number. There are a couple injuries on his team tonight. And, you know, when he's on the floor, he's not a guy who's going to be chucking up shots. He's going to be looking to facilitate and find the open guy. So I really like him. And the other assist player I really love is Anthony Davis. Shockingly, you know, with LeBron out, you might think, okay, Anthony Davis just going to feed him the ball. He's going to keep shooting over and over again. But the Warriors have actually allowed an NBA high 5.18 assist per game to opposing centers this season. And AD has put up 3.8 assists on 5.5 potential dimes per game this year as well. LeBron James is out, like I just mentioned. He's averaged a team high 7.8 assists and a team high 12.4 potential assists. So that's going to make Davis even more appealing here in my perspective. He's going to face a lot of double teams. I don't think they're going to stick just Draymond on him, but we've seen Draymond. He can take a couple swings at Anthony Davis and uh, make him want to pass the ball a little bit more than usual. Uh, But I think this is a great spot for him to facilitate um, as well. So those particular assist props, I absolutely love. I already parlayed them together. Uh, Got a little crazy tonight, but uh, those, those are what really stuck out to me. I like it. Dan, any any sides maybe that you, you were considering that you have leans on that you bet in any of the games tonight? Yeah, so Utah, um, the BetQL model, I'll give away a BetQL play here. Four-star play, breaking news. Uh, nice. the, going back to that Jazz game, um, minus nine and a half uh, for the Jazz. We have that at minus 12 and a half. So really picking on the Hornets here. And I think moving down the stretch, yes, the Hornets are concentrated from a player perspective, but when a guy like Grant Williams is arguably your fourth best offensive player now, um, that's going to create some issues. Um, So I actually like um, the Jazz to maybe make some moves down the stretch here in terms of climbing in the standings. Um, I think Will Hardy's a really good coach. I think uh, bringing Jordan Clarkson off the bench, he should absolutely eat in this game tonight. Um, it's just a smart move, uh, having him lead that second unit. So we really have them uh, crushing in this game tonight. And the the model's also on the Mavericks, uh, minus two at home against the Suns. That's one of the, the marquee games tonight. Um, I'm really keyed in on the player prop markets, obviously. But, you know, if I had to pick a side, the, the one that came to mind is the Celtics minus eight and a half um, against at the Bulls tonight. I mean, I'm a Celtics homer, I'll admit it. Um, but this team is just so, so good. They could beat you in yeah. so many ways. And I expect them to continue to prove that uh, in the second half. Dan, we got about 60 seconds before we got to let you go. Who do you think the biggest threat to the Celtics in the East is? Is it still the Bucs, or are you feeling uh, – are you getting a little worried about the Cavs, who are one of the hottest teams in the league? You know who I think it is? This might surprise you. I think it is the New York Knicks. Wow. And I never thought I'd say that. Um, shout out to Sean Hagen, who's a, a, a co-worker at BetQL, a big Knicks fan. But – I think that this team is deep. I think when they get Julius Randle back, I think a lot can also be said about the team chemistry here. Um, You obviously can't see that in a box store. You can't see that in analytics. But these guys genuinely really like playing together. I think it's actually going to be the Celtics and the Knicks in the Eastern Conference Finals, and they actually scare me a little bit. Um, Ultimately, I think the Celtics are going to get it done. 
with Doc Rivers now uh, at the helm of Milwaukee, I think that might be a downgrade. I really was shocked at that move. Um, as a former Celtics, as you know, a Celtics fan, I, I remember the Doc Rivers era. Um, I, I don't trust him whatsoever. And with Embiid injured, I don't trust the 76ers uh, or anybody else, really. So I am scared of the Knicks, which I never thought I'd say. Dan, thanks so much, man. We appreciate your time. We'll talk again soon. That's Dan Karpik, NBA Player Prop Specialist, over for BetQL. Thanks, Dan. See you guys. Uh, Peach, I'm not even going to say it. Nobody say anything. Same seats. Let's just go to commercial break. Let me. Can I tell you, the commercial break is coming at a perfect time. Let's just keep... We this need to is keep you up four right now on SMU. Peach has three and a half in the first half. We're back for the second half of the show, the second hour at least. Bet MGM tonight. It's time for a short commercial break. Don't go anywhere though, because we'll be right back with even more Bet MGM tonight. Presented by Bet MGM. Live from BetQL.